This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. You're listening now to the Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our show today. Uh, we are beginning a little bit later now. We are starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. But I have to say, Ahanu, the weather is still beautiful in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Well, it is, and it's very appropriate that our discussion today, Angel Rose, will start with the mundane, the 3D. We're talking about the weather on the level of our third dimension, and that's fantastic. That's beautiful, a beautiful way to start, because we are entering into some very heavy discussions today, and we want to talk about stuff that is way beyond the 3D, but it does include our weather and weather manipulation and the fact that evil is over. Wow, have we got a lot in store today. Well, let's begin with uh, telling our listeners how we came upon this YouTube video. Actually, I found it a two, day, two days ago. I just never got a chance to listen to it. And it is called The Lie That NASA Told. The Lie That NASA Told. So you may want to... Uh, Everybody may want to look that up and listen to it. It's about an hour long. Quite fascinating and quite uh, fast moving, actually. But it starts by talking about really the deception that's been put upon humanity. And uh, it makes a makes a, uh, a statement to separate the different branches of families and it, it really talks about that when humans were created a true human being was created by God and it, every human being is under the family branch of God G-O-D all right but what also happened is that there were uh, experimentations from other reptilian type races that they started experimenting with the human. And apparently this was against divine law. Uh, the God had told them that they had no right to be experimenting with the human, but they uh, continued to do so, which ended up being this battle uh, in the heavens. But what has happened is that the the dark energies or the reptilian energies manipulated the human form in such a way where they put the mammalian brain inside the brain of the human. The reptilian reptilian brain. Well, I think it's called the mammalian brain in the back. It's in the back of the brain, but you could be right. Anyway, it is the reptilian portion of our brain. We all have it. Um, But this is the indication within us that we have been made a hybrid from the reptilian races. So we are a combination now of reptilian and human. Now, this is all very interesting and very relevant because many of our listeners would have heard us speak in the past about 
the work of Sitchin, for example, and the Anunnaki, and also when we talk about the human body, and on our Sunday programs in the Akashic Records, when we talk about where we came from and what we're, why we're here and who am I and those kinds of big questions, we always address the issue of the human body. And we have acknowledged in the past countless times how it has been downstepped. Yeah, I was going to say distorted, but that's not really an appropriate word, but certainly downstepped, yes, because there's no doubt that our potential is far more than what we're achieving right now. There's no doubt about it. And indeed, that's witnessed every day of the week when we look at the the indigo crystal and rainbow children and now the golden children, for example, and their abilities and their skills and their ability to be able to manipulate the human body, first of all, but also the capacity of their minds seems so much more than than we were able to do at the same age when we were children. So there's a lot going on. And then, of course, we look at the physical issues that are going on in our world. And we look at governments and we look at the monetary system and we look at policies and policing and we look at covert stuff and we look at conspiracy theories. And all of that adds up to what seems to me to be a kind of a last ditch effort on the part of somebody I'm just really positioning it in terms of we're mm-hmm. witnessing what what you're saying. We're witnessing and we have discussed various aspects of it. In yes, the past. we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, apparently to this story, then um, once we became a hybrid, what that did was it allowed a reptilian being to take over a physical body, as well as, of course, we have we have our branch of the tree, which is that we were created by God itself. The human race belongs under the heading of God. But since it was made a hybrid under reptilian races, and I think you're including the Anunnaki in that, we are now a hybrid species. And because of that, they have used the reptilian part of the brain to allow themselves to basically come into a human body and run uh, portions of the world. Now, along with that, they have created a a huge, let's just say, veil of forgetting in us through that part of the brain so that we cannot remember our true origins. And, you know, I know in a lot of religious systems, when people talk about reincarnation, how they will say how they think that you come in forgetting who you are they think that's somehow normal and that that somehow was arranged by the soul for it to be able to you know, overcome challenges and learn. And they use the argument that if we remembered everything, uh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't uh, learn our lessons. Now, you and I have always thought that we always felt that whole idea of lessons was bogus anyway. But now I have never believed that forgetting was normal. I always thought it made no sense to me that we would come in forgetting our past lives, forgetting our time stream, forgetting God or any of that. And I I never thought it was normal. And so here these people are coming out saying it was definitely not normal. It was a veil of forgetting that was used. Now, I want to just say here, too, that about the Kundalini, because we did do a topic on the Kundalini. We, We did discuss 
that it was actually God force energy within us that was a fail safe to help us wake up and remember. But in so doing, we had to do this purification of the physical body. We had to purify a lower nature in order to uh, achieve God realization again. And now I'm understanding that that's because we've been hybridized, that we now have a lower reptilian nature in us that now has to somehow be purified out in order for us to become God-men once again. Yes, and this is where the whole idea of learning and lessons comes from. It's the fact that we do need to purify that hybridization that took place. But just so that our listeners are aware, and especially for those who are new to this program, you will find a lot of those archives, and especially the one that Angel Rose just mentioned about the Kundalini, available on worldofempowerment.com forward slash archives or even if you were to search for Kundalini on the World of Empowerment website you will find that particular issue that episode and it does cover quite a lot I mean it's it's far more than just our current understanding of what Kundalini is in terms of let's say the periphery or the, the yoga version of Kundalini it actually goes into our hereditary our ancestry our DNA our makeup our spiritual purpose all of that so it's really worth listening to well remember too when we first began and we asked source its definition of Kundalini and it said it was the path of courage that's how it yes. defined the Kundalini yeah. And I'm completely understanding that now because it is actually a courageous path to take on this purification. But one other thing I want to mention in hearing this and watching this video last night. Last year, you and I, or actually probably two years ago now, or a year and a half, you and I were in Ireland and we, every Sunday, we'd go to a friend's house and we would do transformational breathing. And every time I would do that, I'd go back to uh, ancient Egypt in soul memory. But I was going back to the time when it was more matriarchal. It was gentle. It was paradisical, actually. And I, in the breathing, I was remembering watching this invasion. And this invading race came in and really overtook Egypt at that time. And I remember saying to you when they started, uh, this invading race started mating uh, or using the Egyptian women to um, have sex with, that they actually tainted our DNA back then. Uh, tainted our kundalini, I meant to say. That I actually saw that that actually, that inbreeding of the reptilian energies into the the pure Egyptians, I'm talking before the patriarchal nonsense before all of that, it actually created species now whose kundalini was tainted with dark energy. Let's just say reptilian energy. And, you know, I find it interesting that they call the kundalini this serpent fire. And really, I never felt comfortable with those terms. Um because I always understood it as the God force energy within us. But this is where the caduceus actually came from, Ahana. Those, those two serpents entwining was really the result of 
that us being tainted, us now having this other reptilian energy inside of us in our Kundalini. See also where the that even that symbol of the pharmaceutical industry today, where you can see the evil side of that is represented by those two snakes. That's right. That's right. And of course, that brings into question who all of those people were back then, uh, Thoth and uh, her. Well, he is yeah, Hermes and all of those um, Egyptian people who came later. You see, they all symbolize this hybrid race. So it, it's quite interesting. But I just remember having that vision that I said to you after. Remember, I said our Kundalini has been tainted. You know, it's now dark and white. And in fact. If you do go to uh, some of the rituals of raising the kundalini, they will talk about, you know, uh, entwining these serpents, these two serpents, one on the right side, one on the left side. They will talk about braiding those serpents together and bringing them up into the brain for enlightenment. Mm -hmm. And I've tried doing some of those meditations, but for some reason, whenever you're supposed to visualize the dark serpent on one side, I can't do it. I have to make it all a golden energy. Okay, so there's something inside of me that just knew not to braid the two, the dark and the light together. Yes. All right. And this also, you know, we've had lots of talks as well about duality and polarity on this dimension. And whenever we talk to source, source makes it very clear that the polarities do not exist in in the true God, and also that dark and light, good and evil, are not are not equal. They're not good and evil. Sorry, are not equal. And many people think we need these polar opposites in order to have life here and all this and that. And uh, I think only maybe on a particular level of nature is that true. But in terms of our consciousness. Uh, source has always made it clear that evil is no match for good. Okay, They're, they are not opposites. Love and hate, good and evil are not opposites. There really is only God that's the true, absolute reality. And all the other has been um, digression and downstepping and evil forces. Yes. Well, I remember several years ago being reminded of how different light and dark was in terms of my own work as an artist. And light has qualities, but dark doesn't have qualities. Uh, darkness is only the absence of light. Now, when I heard that, it really brought it home to me of how our light abilities have been usurped to give some energy into the darkness which has no qualities. Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, that needs our energy in order to function. It needs our capabilities in order to be able to carry on an, uh, an evil agenda. But let's go back a couple of years, Angel Rose, because I want, to, I want you to tell our listeners about your experience in Ireland, on the west of Ireland, on a mountain called Nocnare, and it stands for the Hill of kings the re or the re are kings and knock is a mountain and on the top of that mountain just outside sligo is buried queen Maeve, supposedly a mythical character from the times of kings ancient kings and queens in ireland 
But you had a very interesting experience then, which is very, very pertinent to our discussion today about the fact that evil is over. So tell our listeners what happened. Well, yeah, let me preface it by saying that when we, when I was um, writing my first book, A Time of Change, which were transcripts from various groups we've done with Source, Source people were asking about the world. They were asking at that time about 2012, and and Source had said that the time of evil was over. And um, of course, since then, you know, of course, many people have asked me, uh, "Well, it's still going on, so how can it be over?" And I would say, "Well, it is a process, but it is over." And uh, Source always let us know that everything was okay. That um, beneath the surface things were going to be taken care of. Okay, so now what you're talking about is we would hike that mountain because there's a huge burial cairn on the top of Queen Maeve. And the very first time you took me there, I could feel her energy really strongly there. But the time that you're speaking of, when we went back, the energy was gone. And I sat down on the top and I went into a meditation to find out where did she go? And it turns out that I saw these wheels within wheels turning in the sky. And I saw that all of the gods and goddesses uh, in Irish mythology were leaving, that they had to leave, their time was over. And she had gone. I could actually see Queen Maeve's spirit, you know, on one of these wheels moving. You know, that's quite shocking when you think of Irish tradition because they take pride in all these old stories but the truth is, is a lot of those myths were all centered around battle and murder and casting spells on families and, you know, pretty nasty stuff, really. Okay. So it made sense that they were, they had to leave. It felt like they no longer had permission to be here. Now, coming back to this video, they do go into great detail about really how the Vatican and Queen Elizabeth and um, basically a lot of the New World Order people, let's just say, have all been part of this hybridization. They, they've they been in cahoots with the Dark Lords, let's just say. Um, they worship an owl called Moloch, which is really old. It's an old ancient uh, thing that goes way back to the Dark Energies. And I think Alex Jones, uh, years ago, even put a video out about Bohemian Grove, which supposedly is a location in California where once a year these governments of the world convene and they do these black magic, uh, satanic rituals in devotion to this owl, Moloch. Okay. Anyway, these are all the dark people for everybody who really kind of needs to know. And... Um, you know, Vatican included in that. So I don't know, I'm going to hop ahead here because the extent of the deception on the human race, the putting asleep of the people's memories of um, reptilian races being walking among us now, using human bodies to do so, taking over the world, having been the ones in control for a long time. You know, sources told us that... Uh, their day is over. They no longer have permission to be in control of the human race or the world. But what's interesting, uh, I'm going to bring it up to the fact that people are hearing 
these strange sounds around the world, you know, these booms and these eerie sounding screeching sounds and they can't pinpoint where they're coming from. There's nothing in the sky. There's and they're happening all over the world. They're happening all over it's the not world. Just in one location. That's right. Okay. And um whenever I've tuned into it, you know, I get a combination of being aware of ships in other dimensions that are doing something, but then I'll also feel that there's some something happening inside the earth. Okay. Well, this video makes it clear that the inner earth worlds that people have always spoken about are really the underworld, okay? And the underworld is where the dark reptilian races are. In fact, do you remember a few months ago, I was given a vision of seeing an undertone under the earth. Remember that? And I saw these creatures, you know, reptilian creatures just... Um, having sex constantly, constantly, constantly. It was all about the sexual energy and how they use sex to create power. And it wasn't only that, it was blood sacrifices. And I saw that this is where many of the missing children end up. They're using these children and not just children, uh, other people too, taking them to this dimension, using them for sex, uh, murdering them, using their blood, okay, as ways to appeal to this uh, Moloch God and also they're they like you mentioned earlier they need to take the life force energy from living humans okay in order to for them to have any power now I know this subject is really disturbing today but it needs to be mentioned I've seen this the degree the diabolical degree of um, what they're doing with sexual energy and certainly we could have a whole conversation and we will do have a topic scheduled on sex alone in terms of the Im the high degree of implanting that's gone on into the human race about sex okay in the distortion of it and everything else so in this video she um, begins to talk about the true god now the true god basically um Okay, what she, oh, this is what she was saying. She was saying that at the end of every cycle, whoever you belong to on your branch of the tree, in other words, we all have our own, let's say, galactic families, okay, under the human race, under the umbrella of the human race. Well, I believe this is also stitched in somewhere to the 12 tribes of Israel. I do believe that there's a connection between the various races that are on the earth. And I mean, we can broadly break those down into, you know, roughly Chinese, Japanese, um, Indian, you know, the, the black colored people, the reds and the white-skinned people. So there always has been these different uh, races that we didn't r ever really understand where they came from or why their skin was different or why they would be different heights or weights. And you know, this all m begins to make sense. But can I just say, Angela... But I mean, would they be of the, the true human race or would they be just a, an expression of the distortion of inbreeding? Well, we're at a stage now where things are starting to make sense. In other words, up to now, we've had all the various conspiracy theories about everything. 
about absolutely everything. And a lot of it we have to take with a grain of salt and a lot of it we have to dismiss. A lot of it does make sense. And there are a lot of guys out there pioneering one particular belief system over another or one particular thread of a discovery, for example, over and above another. And there are other people then who are in the business of the... um, um, uh, Egyptologists, for example, who are uncovering new reasons and new truths around ancient monuments. But really what I'm saying is that it's only now, I think, I believe that we're actually beginning to thread the whole thing together and pull together the various theories and the various beliefs and the various understandings of what has been going on in in general, overall, and begin to see now what's actually happening. And the good news is, despite the fact that on a day-to-day level, in the short period of what we perceive as time, we may perceive that evil is continuing. But in fact, in the bigger picture, what we're looking at is that the ending of evil is is over. Evil is over. Right. So in talking about these trees, the branches that we're all part of, I always love the symbolism of a tree. I always have. But anyway, uh, the video makes a point that under the human race, we belong to the branch of God. All right. And even if you think of, you know, watching how the dark forces have wanted to take the word God out of everything. You know, this is this is addressed in my first book, A Time of Change, that that's all a plot as well to have us not say the name of God, you know, just because it's got a particular sound tone and meaning to it. So they're wanting to change. Uh, They don't use the word God. They're taking it out of everything. But anyway, um, what is being explained in this video is that those people who are, have gone to their reptilian self, let's just say, their evil self, Um, now belong to the reptilian race. In other words, apparently at the end of a cycle, which we're in, there is a seal that's put on you, which kind of gives the message of which tree do you belong to? Which branch do you belong to? Do you belong to God's branch or do you belong to the reptilian or the dark forces branch? And you're sealed a particular way energetically. So if you're choosing uh, darkness and you're choosing... um, And they mean really evil. If you're choosing evil, then you would belong to all the reptilian races. And apparently what happens at the end of an age is that souls go to one or the other. They either go to the reptilian family or the dark family or they go back to God. And that each leader comes and claims their souls and then a new cycle begins. So... So God is, has come to claim his family, his human family. And she makes a comment in there that God told her that he was surprised how many names were not in his book anymore. Okay? That souls have, you know, been compromised or tampered with. And certainly, uh, I just remember too, last year we were interviewing somebody on the radio who asked the question or, you know, that she was always a meditator always was able to meditate easily and suddenly she couldn't meditate easy anymore. She was hit with this uh, net across the top of her head and she could actually see evil energies trying to pull souls out of people. 
Okay, and that is what they're trying to do. They're trying to harvest as many souls as they can for themselves because that's that's energy for them. The reptilian side has we've really been sold into slavery and made to be food for the dark forces, and we can see it how we're programmed to work, we're programmed to um, do their bidding, you know, obey their laws. You know, you name it, that's another whole thing, how we've been deceived, even legally, and so much fraud going on out there now, and we've been corrupted by it. And certainly we all have our fear of survival if we don't go to work every day and don't feed the system. We're terrified. So what we're talking about is a collapse of all of this. All of that has to stop. What she goes on to say is that, and many some listeners may remember this, that last year, last December, there was a, some things floating around um, the internet about the fact that all of a sudden NASA shut down the feed loop to one of their satellites, one of their satellites that monitored the sky. They All of a sudden you couldn't have access to it, okay? And then if you did see an image of the sky in a certain point, they'd have a black mark there where you couldn't see. Uh, there were things they weren't showing you. And it always also co coincides with the government shutdown and um, all of that stuff. Anyway, it turns out that it, NASA is hiding things that they were seeing. And what is revealed on this video by a man who was actually called to observe this through uh, an observatory, I think in Texas, okay, is he actually saw these huge, gigantic fleet of ships hiding behind the, uh, the moon. They actually saw them in the sky, but then they took a position behind the moon. And they were all terrified because they had no idea what these ships were doing. Well, according to this video, it is uh, God coming to claim back his human race. And in so doing, there's been a battle in the heavens. You know, there's been a battle between uh, God and these other quote-unquote uh, reptilian families. And so far, you know, God has taken taken back or disabled, let's just say disabled, the dark forces. And that's what we're watching now as well. And that makes perfect sense to me. I think the part where God would have a ship is not something that I would thought. But then again, um, what do you really have to do to deal with forces that are at a particular dimensional level? I suppose you would have to defeat them in a particular way. But the thing goes to the fact that the the one world order is being dismantled. In other words, it will not succeed. And we will see uh, God take the people back to himself, you know, that belong to him. The thing is, is this, we're talking about this today because this does coincide with a lot of my own experiences and a lot of things Source has said to us in terms of in a way, not to worry that, you know, it, it is taking care of things on another level. But the point is, is there's so much we are not aware of, even with our planets and who's who, do you know, who's who on the dark side. A lot of us pray to beings that are really not on the right side and we don't know the difference. Well, let's talk about that just for a moment, Angel Rose, and, uh, because I do believe it's very important and our regular listeners would have heard us both discussing about the big names, the likes of Archangel Michael and various other... Uh, Ashtar Command that they believe in. and 
Yeah. Melchizedek and all of that. That's right. And herein lies the necessity to be very discerning. And all of us need to to know about this. I mean, certainly when I was young, you were brought up to believe this. And and my mother used to say, this is what you are led to believe. So we're all led like sheep, like lambs to the slaughter. And uh, it's, it's a tragic situation, really, because we've lost our ability to be able to discern, to mm-hmm. discern energies, to tell the energy signature of one being over an- another. And that's what's really, really necessary now, because as we look to beings, let's say, our energies outside of ourselves, we hand our power away to them. And we really don't know what those beings are, who they are, and what they represent. And as we're seeing, a lot of them have actually aligned themselves to a dark agenda, but put on a very, very fancy front that's very appealing to our insecurities here on Earth. Well, a lot of it goes back to the religious deception. You know, a lot of those beings that you're speaking of are in the Catholic religion. They're, they've been taught to a lot of us since we've been small. And let's talk a, a little bit, because that can be really shocking to people. There's many people who believe in all the archangels and use them in their healing work and in their everyday life and report fantastic results. All right. But, you know, you and I, in our conversations with Source, Source has always told us um, to go directly to your own higher self, to go directly to God's source itself. Uh, kind of, we don't need all these middle people. Do you know, the whole point is for you to remember that you're a God person and that any high being, that's what their goal is, is to always point you in that direction. I want to bring this over to uh, Keylantic Science just for a moment, because you and I, we actually met through a Keylantic Science workshop. And Keylantic Science is really controversial. When we were in it back in 2000 and all up until 2006 or seven, the lady was bringing forth, her name is Ashiana Dean. She would be bringing forth very complicated creation physics. And she would come out in a lot of what's on this video in in terms of who's who, who's who, who's on the dark, who's on the light. She would come out and talk about this back then. She would be reading these uh, holographic discs of creation and she'd see this history. It's quite detailed if anybody wants to look into it now. I, I want to qualify this to tell people that the organization, Keylantic Science, went through a breakup, a breakdown last year. You know, we don't really, we know that Ashiana got rid of a few people that were really considered to be not in integrity. Now, since then, though, there's been a big falling out and it's questionable about the info she's bringing in herself. Okay, so I just want to tell people in terms of discernment, I'm really talking about Keylantic science in its early days when she was bringing in some pretty incredible physics. And a lot of it resonated with us, with the memory of some of the stuff. But she talked about the black sun and beings who would belong to the black sun and the underworld. And and sure enough, in this video, uh, the lie NASA told, this woman talks about the black sun and the beings that belong to it. So 
a lot of the stuff was sparking our memories last night when we were watching this saying, well, yeah, Ash did say, Ashiana did say this, she did say that, you know, she actually had uh, her ducks all in a row in a, on a lot of the information that she brought in. So we're coming really full circle here to say that when you're talking about these archangels, she w- she did talk about the falling of Archangel Michael and um, where he belonged. And she didn't like Thoth either. And she didn't like uh, a lot of these other beings that people think are the greatest. And uh, so it, it does need to be considered you know that she could be she could be right because here in this video that we're watching this woman is explaining also the same thing really that a lot of the archangels actually uh, were part of the reptilian race now I know that's a huge shock for people and I'm going to say too that I'm I'm not really sure myself about it do you know what I mean I don't really completely say that I agree with the archangels all being on the wrong side because I don't really know. I haven't really, Source has not ever really said that to us. We've never really asked specifically, but I just, we're just putting this out there for people to kind of jumble their brains a little bit and to consider all sorts of different possibilities. Exactly. And the important thing is the discernment. And we also did discover in the group Akashic Record sessions that we do on Sundays that when you do put out a prayer to any one of these saints or sages or gurus or angels or or whatever entity you choose, that they don't refuse to help you. So that's an important thing about prayer. So well, they answer you at the level that they're at. That's exactly, what it was said. Exactly. That's what it so said. The issue of discernment is really, really very, very strong, and you, and and it's it's incumbent upon all of us to actually learn how your body is able to discern energies well it's very difficult though Ahanu, to do that when you realize that we're a combination of reptilian and and god i mean we we really have been genetically manipulated to even even our thinking yes you know our dualistic thinking you know one minute we're really loving the next minute we're judgmental and vicious when we come back we do have to take a very very quick little studio break here and we'll be right back after this This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. You're listening now to the Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening to this volatile discussion today, I must say. Uh, before we go into the dualistic parts of our own brain, Ahanu, I just want to remind people that what we're really coming to at the end of our show today is that it is time for everybody to make a choice on which side of the fence are you on. You know, are you aligned with, you know, God's source, which which is a human that is based in love, uh, cooperation, caring about humanity, or are you on the other side where you're manipulative and selfish and just concerned about yourself? So, you know, those are just generalizations, of course. But what is being expressed in this video is it is time to choose which family you 
Which family do you belong to? The family of human or the family of reptilian? But just before the break, Angel Rose, you did raise a very, very important point when we were talking about discernment and the ability to be able to distinguish between the different energies, the different energy signatures Mm -hmm. of these entities and so on. Now, you also mentioned that we do have these two parts of the brain, the reptilian side and this, this god particle side. And it reminds me of that old image when we were children learning about good and evil, you know, the devil sitting on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. And you're trying to decide, you know, which one of who to listen to, who to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yes, because there's no doubt that this these voices come to us and it, it makes it very, very difficult in that way then to to make a decision. Can you give advice to our listeners about that? Well, there's definitely different qualities in each choice. In other words, you know, as you know, again, we talk a lot about non-judgment in all of our work. And this is source. This is source basically drilling at home. That judgment and guilt are probably two of the biggest issues that we all have to clear and overcome. Because the dark forces will always believe in guilt. They'll always believe in punishment um, they'll believe, um, you know, in, in judging another person and weakening them. They will uh, deceive through making things look really beautiful. And then they'll throw in uh, some sentences that, you know, take you over to guilt. And I think one of them is, here's a good example of this. You know, this this Malaysian airplane is missing. And so there's a zillion things out there. And um, one of the things that's floating around is supposedly a message from Ashtar Command, which is a, a galactic, galactic fleet of uh, ETs. And they're claiming that they took this ship and everybody's okay. And they're holding it, you know, they're taking the ship. Uh, you know, first of all, the first part of it was, don't worry, everybody's fine. You know, the people who are on the plane are getting to see a whole other world. They're getting to see, you know, this other universe and how things are done. And then they throw in the fact that they're holding everybody ransom until our governments agree to stop war and stop fighting and become more cooperative. Now, to the normal person reading this, they'd go, wow, what good guys, you know, they're wanting our governments to decide for peace. But where the evil comes in is when they say they're holding our people ransom until our governments decide. And if anybody, in terms of discrimination, that is so not what a God being would do. First of all, a God being would, and I don't believe they have these people at all. I think that's all a massive deception. But the thing is, it's 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 the idea the the real god first of all would never take anybody okay number one this this for any reason uh it certainly wouldn't hold anyone ransom in order to force governments to make different choices because you know the true god allows and that's actually how these dark forces could actually do what they do is there is no law that says uh, they're not allowed. In fact, the true God is based in love. It allows every expression. It doesn't cause evil, but it does allow every expression. So a higher being never manipulates in those ways. And even when you start reading books that are channeled, 
they all sound so loving and flowery, but then if you read between the lines in some of them, you'll see that there are references to you have to do this, you have to do that, you can't wear this, you can't wear that, uh, you know, this this scent is offensive to the Ascended Masters. I remember back when I was in the, the IM teachings, you couldn't wear, um, you all could only wear white and violet and pink. You could never eat garlic because garlic was offensive to the ascended masters and all of that is nothing that a, a high being would ever 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 do okay and you know they they would laugh at that really because they're not affected by any of those things all right so the discernment is has to be subtle you've got to read between the lines and anything that's coming out that that speaks of if we don't change, this is going to happen. And I'll use the apparitions at Fatima for an example. Okay. Uh, supposedly Mary came out and basically we're showing these children this apocalyptic scenario if we all didn't repent and change. Now, the truth in that is that the real God does want us to turn back to it, which is total love. But the real God will never come out and say, if you all don't change, this is what's going to happen to you all. Okay. Now, that just wouldn't be... Yeah, there's no threat involved. There's no threat involved. That's right. Okay, now, it would want you to turn back to it just from love alone. Just because you love source, you love life, you love life, you want to uphold life. So anything that upholds life is really what's in alignment with the true God. Okay, and certainly we cannot judge another person. We don't, we don't know their soul history. We don't know what's going on with them. Um, and we weaken each other all the time. And it can be little things. You know, you don't like what somebody's wearing. You, you think their hair looks ugly today. You know, they're fat. You know, they're, they're distorted. They're not pleasing to the eye. You know, we judge all the time. And we weaken people. Those are all dark force qualities. That's the split mind that we both have, we all have. You know, we have two parts of us. We have that devil and we have that angel. And what's happening now is it's saying we have to make a choice. To only, you know, which master are we going to be serving? Okay. And that's really, and, and, and even so, God would not call itself a master. <laughs> you know, the others would. Yeah. The others would call themselves gods and, and you know, require some sort of devotion or supplication. Yes. And the real God doesn't require any of that. Yes. Well, we started off our discussion today when we were talking about the weather and I mentioned about how that was a very 3D discussion and that that's a good place f to start. And then we started talking about the body. And even if you look at our brains, you see that the left and right hemispheres of the brain remarkably w simulate well the division that we experience in terms of the polarities in our world. And what I feel myself, and it's only an intuition, is that the brain was never meant to be that way. It was meant to be a whole, a unit, a single unit, and that that brain will mesh together depending on the choices that one makes to become either totally evil or totally good. And well, I don't mean that by way of, you know, polarizing because, see, the, the difficulty here is in language and in the level of thinking. And we, we, we've got to, in other words, we can only discuss things on a 3D level when we're in fourth dimensional consciousness. So in a way, we're kind of looking down at it and can see it in retrospect. And likewise, there could be 
thousands, millions, there could be an infinite number of dimensions that we need to get to to be able to look back and see how foolish really we behave at the level of the third dimension, how we polarize things in our in our in our viewpoint and with our judgments, as you say. So th- it is a difficulty, but you've given an absolutely beautiful way for people to to be discerning. And that is by simply looking to the, asking the simple question, you know, would God do this? Is this the way God would think? Is this what God would want for me? Well, it it all depends, too, on the God that you're taught. You know, because a lot of people would believe in the punishing God and the mad God and the, you know, and all of that are really, you know, evil entities back in the day who were really um, not the true God at all. But I also want to bring this up really fast because this question gets presented to me quite a bit. Uh, and it and it is discussed in my second book, The Nature of Reality, which will be coming out in April. But there's a whole chapter on love in that. And um, somebody always says, well, if everything is love, because what I say in there, what sources said is that the... The only reason life can come into being at all is because there is a template of intelligence that is based in love and cooperation and life. That that's the template that allows things to be. And then I do go on to say that that love allows all expressions. And so uh, inevitably I always get the question, well then isn't evil within love? If all if everything is love, isn't evil also love? And, you know, Source has been really, really clear to say absolutely not that evil in no way uh, has any qualities to it that are the love we're speaking of, of our true God source. Okay, and there's, there's no comparison. There's no relationship. There's no, you know, evil is not love, no matter how you cut it. It's not a, it's not a strange appearance of love appearing as evil is not evil is evil evil is totally against the life force principle it is out to destroy and take and control it has nothing to do with the love of source in fact because we've been so limited in our experience of true love at this level because there's so much evil going on here and there's been so much control and putting us to sleep that a lot of us uh, don't even know how to love ourselves. You know, remember months ago, Source gave us a talk about mediocrity, remember, Hanu? And how we needed to go to higher standards of loving ourselves. And it's the most difficult thing because most people are wracked with guilt or fear at some level. And loving yourself means that you really have to get it, that all you deserve is good. In fact, all that everyone really deserves is good. But you have to, it has to be a complete shift in your mind. It can't be some people deserve good and other people don't. The thing is, is everybody deserves redemption at the level of God's love, no matter what they are. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to be in that harmless place in your consciousness across the board. Yes, yes, yes. And this has been a difficulty, as I say, because of this split mind, because of that reptilian implant into the, That's the right. hybridization of the human. So it does make it all the more difficult. I mean, I remember somebody one time saying, uh, you know, my heart goes out to men because they're driven by this sexual urge that they've no control over, you know. And you can see how, in lots of ways, 
while that might be useful in terms of the propagation of the species up to a point, you can see how it it has been manoeuvred and manipulated into being a power for the harvesting of energy in the world. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And the raping of women. And and women are nothing more than a vehicle for man's pleasure. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but you do make a good point. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I I had one other thing I wanted to say real quick. Oh, I wanted to just mention brain highways again. And I've mentioned brain highways on our program before. Brainhighways.com. Everybody should check that out. It's a it's a wonderful program to develop parts of the brain, and actually, it is designed to get rid of the reptilian brain, and really, you're transforming it into a higher brain. So that's actually what happens in the processes. Is this woman is smart enough to realize she calls it the pons, the pons, the back part of the brain, is the one that's given us all sorts of trouble in our lives. Um, the pons and distortions, distortions in the midbrain. But you know, when we did the topic on the brain, we did see it as a sphere, a complete sphere, with all these uh, light signals going back and forth. We never saw hemispheres. We never saw lobes. Uh, source was explaining the brain to us very differently. But the point is, is that we can develop our God brain. We we can switch over uh, from that reptilian temptation and influence into our higher brains. But brain highways is one uh, one way that that can be done. Okay, let's let's use that as a. Uh to do a recap, a quick recap, because our time is winding down and we do have lots to discuss arising out of this subject today, but we do hope that people have got the essence of it, and that is to be discerning. We talked about the origin of evil. We talked about the hybrid human, the veil of forgetfulness that we find ourselves in. We talked about Kundalini being the path of courage, and then we 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 went back in time to um, some memories of some situations that we found ourselves in Ireland where we were talking about the kings and queens of ancient Ireland and how they were leaving at this time and wheels within wheels of creation. We took a quick look at Moloch and the worship of evil and we talked a little bit about Bohemian Grove and the worship of the owl entity and blood sacrifices and sexual energy and the using of missing children for life force energy. We talked a little bit about alien implanting, about the huge fraud and deception that's going on in our world right now. We went a little bit into Kelantic science and its origins and where it's going and the type of information available there. And then we spent a good deal of time, and rightly so, on the need for discernment and non-judgment and making that choice. And we talked a little bit then about the nature of reality, the template of life. And we finished up then coming full circle, talking about brain highways and coming back to the 3D, the human body right here, right now, having to make these choices. So it's a good place for us to end off, Angel Rose, after this really riveting discussion. But the real point I want to put across to people is that make your choice. Evil is over. Right. Which side are you on? Because it is a full consciousness shift. And it's, uh, you know, when we talk about purifying ourselves and releasing issues and all of that, you know, uh, a lot of the issues really are things that are based in the uh, that reptilian part of our brains. Okay. Okay. So remember that we are 
back every Saturday and our time has moved forward slightly now for our radio programme and it's now 10am Pacific time. That's 11am Mountain or 12 noon Central, 1pm Eastern and it is 6pm Greenwich Mean Time now each Saturday going forward. Also, our group Akashic Records are online tomorrow morning and every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And you can find out more information about that at worldofempowerment.com. Worldofempowerment.com, all one word. The group, uh, sorry, I mentioned that the Eight Steps to Freedom are at eightstepstofreedom.com. That's hyphenated and a number eight. Angel Rose's book that she mentioned is a time of change dot info a time of change dot info and her new book the nature of reality is at the nature of reality dot info my own book called the reincarnation of Columbus is out ladies and gentlemen I am absolutely thrilled about it it's available at the reincarnation of Columbus dot com that's all one word again the reincarnation of Columbus dot com and remember too that Angel Rose will be teaching people how to read the Akash Records in an exclusive workshop that will take place in Ireland on the weekend of July 12th and 13th. And if you're interested, just sign up on worldofempowerment.com to get more information about that. So, next week, we invite you to come on the show. It could be you. If you'd like to come on the show and discuss your passion or your spiritual business, contact us at worldofempowerment.com. So until next Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, I'm sorry, 10 a.m. Pacific time, we send you our love, our blessings, and thank you for listening to myself, Ahanu, and Angel Rose on the Honest to God series on World of Empowerment Radio. Slán agus bánacht de liv galair. This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. You're listening now to the Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu.